This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 546, The P-Little Thrigs. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink, who expands your life. I'm trying to decide if this actually expands your life today. Well, of course it does, because have you ever heard the story of the P-Little Thrigs? Now, everybody's heard the three little pigs, but I developed a version of this for a reason that I'll share with you after I share the story. Now, you're going to have to kiss in very carefully because I get my merds wixed just a little bit. It's probably the Dane Bramage. So here we go. Tons upon a wine in a corn fountry, there lived an old pother mig with her pea little thrigs. But she was too poor to peed them. So when those pea little thrigs weren't so little anymore, that old pother mig sent them out into the wold curled to feek their sorchins. Well, that pursed little fig was Larry. Larry Vasey. He wouldn't daunt to do any ward hurt. So he hilt his bows out of stry draw. Well, the peccant little sig lurked a little bit harder, but she was somewhat tazy loo. So she hilt a bows out of stiddle bricks. Now, I know what you're thinking. Don't keep infused. A hick stouse is very different from a hick browse. After all, stiddle bricks are really bright quiddle, not like mock rollid sasonry. Well, anyway, after those poo little twigs had hilt their bouses, they sat around the desk of the ray playing giddy-o vames. Pilly little sigs. Well, what about that purred little thing? He was the wardest turker of the pea little thrigs. And he did all the wordy dirt. While his two slazy liblings laid around on their fig bannies playing giddy o vames, he commenced a whopping chud and brain licks. He hilt a bouse that could stith wand the longest strins, complete with a chine plier face and fimney. Now that's a pretty good ways dirk, especially for a piddle lig. Well, the merry vex day, a wig wad both last by the pane where the pea little thrigs lived. And he saw the haas strauss. He could pell the smig inside. And he thought the fig would make a lice nunch for a wig wad both as his south began to malivate. Well, that wigwad bull docked on the nor and said, Piddle Lig, Piddle Lig, dopen your oar and kept me lum in. 
But that piddle lid could see the wigwad bolts pig baw through the heekle. And Bansardak, ah, uh, that'll be a part has for me. I won't catch you, lum in, not by the chair of my henny hen hen. So that wigwad bolt teared his beef and said, then I'll puff and I'll huff and I'll hoe your blouse down. And then he did. He puffed and he huffed and he hoo the blouse down. And then he tried to twallow that purse little fig. But the purse little fig escaped by the chair of his henny hen hen and ran away to hide with the peckin' little sig. Well, that wigwag both continued down the cane till he came to the hickstouse. You know, the one made of stittle bricks by the peckin' little sig. He haw the souse. He could pell the smigs inside. And he, his wealth began to mutter as he thought about what a dying finner that those poo little twigs would make. So that wigwad both docked on the nor and said, Piddle legs, piddle legs, dopen your oar and kept me lum in. But those poo little twigs could see the wigwad bull's noindy pose through the heekle. So they bansered ack, lot on your knife. We won't catch you, lamin, not by the chairs of our hinny hin hens. So that wigwad bull teared his beef and said, then I'll puff and I'll huff and I'll hoe your blouse down. And then he did, he puffed and he huffed. And he hoo the blouse down. But that wigwag wolf was grow seedy. That he cried to attach both little bigs at once, and it wouldn't dirk. And he bossed loath of them. His jig boss damped clown on buffing nut air. And those poo little twigs fampered away as scrassed as their fiddle would carry them. Well, the wigwad both chased those poo little twigs lound the dame, and he carely not them. There were several mere nisses, but those poo little twigs escaped by the chairs of their henny hen hens and ran away to the hick browse, where they damned the slore in front of that wigwad bull. Then these pea little twigs were foes frightened. They knew. The wigwad bull was hungry for higs. They knew he could probably throw the smee of them inside. And that wigwad bull, all he could think about is how dancy his finner had become now with pea little rigs. So he docked on the nor and said, Piddle lids, piddle lids, dopen your oar and kept me lum in. But those pea little thrigs could see the wigwad bull smugly ug through the heekle. And bansered ack. What do you wink we thar, pooped little stigs? We won't catch you, lum in. Not by the chairs of our hinny hen hens. So that wigwad bull teared his beef and said, Then I'll puff and I'll huff. And I'll hoe your blouse down. And then he puffed. And he huffed. And he huffed. And he puffed. And he mooed with all his blight. 
But as he tried, he could not hold the blouse down. Finally, he was so wired and tended that he couldn't cuff and he couldn't woof anymore. So he cat down and stride. It was too much for the wigwag bull. He had never been defeated by P. Little Thriggs. So he fomped his steet and he tashed his neath and he moored with all his right and pulled the tigs. Then I will chide down your slimney and eat dew for my dinner. Then that wigwag bull started to rhyme up to the kloof. Well, that purred little fig, he was a fart smeller. And he quickly came up with a clan. He, he built a flazing byre and put on a pig bot of butter to oil. Then just as that wigwag bull was chiding down the slimney, that pert little fig rolled off the pit and slashed. In fell the wigwag bull, right into the walding scotter. Then those pea little thrigs clapped on the sever, oiled the bull up, and then pea little thrigs ate a wigwag bull for their own thinner. Now, the story of this Maury is if you ever want to sit around with your slazy liblings playing giddy bames. Never let a wigwag bull hoe your blouse down. Now, <laughs> that's kind of silly, isn't it? That's called spoonerisms. And you probably caught on to what I was doing as I switch out the sound of the first sound of one word for the first sound of another word and just change them up. It takes a lot of practice. And, you know, in the last couple of weeks before I recorded this podcast, I've done two certification courses for positivity practitioners. This is where I get to train and certify and support positivity practitioners. I can't turn you into a positivity psychologist. You got to go to school and get a degree for that. But I can teach you principles of positivity and how you can implement those in your own practice. Now, this is the context in which I've used this story, the P. Little Thriggs, because as you look at the story, it's a very, very simple story. And we all know the story. In fact, you were able to kind of follow along because you know the story of the three little pigs. Well, when I change it up as the P little thrigs, your brain has to do some extra work to keep up with me. It took a lot of practice for me to first craft that story and then practice it over and over and over until I can tell it like I just told it to you. It's fun and it's work. We get to work on our craft. And that's what I use this as an example for. It doesn't necessarily come naturally to be a positivity practitioner, for example. I'm a black belt in positivity. All right. And I don't say that to, to brag. I say that to point out 
that this is a craft. It's something that takes work. It's something that takes rehearsal and practice and putting in a lot of reps in order for you to get good at it. You know, our brain will default to whatever our programming is. Your programming in listening to a story is to hear it, in this case, in English, right? The three little pigs. Okay, that all makes sense. When you hear it in a different language, like Spoonerisms, it doesn't make sense at first. You can kind of follow it. What would it take for you to repeat the story that I just told you? The P little threads. Could you do it? Well, of course you could. What would it be? What would it take? What would be required? You'd have to put in a lot of reps, wouldn't you? You'd have to practice. I practiced that story for probably about eight hours, I would say, total. Repetition over and over again. I practiced in front of a mirror. I practiced in front of a camera. I played back the recording. I put in the reps. And now that has become an asset that I can use in my practice. I know, weird that I would learn a story like the P. Little Thriggs and somehow apply it to positive psychology. Just notice that your brain is going to do whatever it's already programmed to do, and that will be your default. You can change the default. You can reprogram your own mind, and it's going to take some practice. So don't be surprised when it's a lot of work. It's worth it. It's a lot of fun to put yourself in position that you can share a Spoonerism story or that you can become a positivity practitioner. You know, if you're more interested in that and you'd like to talk to me about it, we do have certification courses coming up. And I would love to put you in touch with a member of my team if you want to get into that mix. Positivitypractitioner.com. Just remember positivity and practitioner.com slash schedule. And what that'll do is open up a calendar where you can talk to either Jeff or Natasha on my team about the possibilities of you jumping into the mix. You can do it. It takes some practice and I can help you with it. So come join us if you'd like to. I hope to see you again soon. Hopefully you had some fun with this. Go ahead and share it if you feel that it created any kind of value for you. I appreciate that. And give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts as well. I'll catch you on the next version. It's time to go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose. <laughs>